everyone, good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees. Their multicultural mess and their secular scam, ladies and gentlemen. I am so happy to bring you today's episode. It is fantastic. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, um... I just want to begin by saying hello, good evening, good morning to wherever you are on the planet. Uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you for your support. And I am really honored that you're here, even those for those who don't agree with me. So uh, this conversation is not about being in agreement with each other. This conversation is about being agreeing to disagree and just having that conversation. Okay, so uh, yesterday I, I, I recorded a podcast, but for some reason I forgot to put it up, up, and so that's why I was late yesterday. I apologize. But here we are today, and today we're going to talk about something I absolutely love. My dear friends, Stalin Jr. The whole country is talking about it. Isn't it fantastic? I absolutely love it. Okay, the whole country is a buzz about Stalin Jr.'s, and I think who you, you know who I'm talking about, the DMK uh, minister. Now, I call him Stan, Stalin Jr., okay? But <laughs> it's, I don't even know what, where to begin. But hey, let's start with on the positive side. You know what? I was reading one of the posts, and it says, you know, Mamta, Didi, uh, she respects all religion, and at least she understands, blah, blah, blah. I'm tired of people saying I respect, but behind the scenes doing something. If you respect, that's a, that's a lie. You cannot respect all religions. You have to say that, look, if I believe in something... I cannot believe in the other one because it is absolutely contradictory. Uh, so, what I appreciate about Stalin Jr.'s rhetoric about Sanatan Dharma being malaria and dengue is that at least he is truthful. He is out there, he put it out there so everyone knows where he stands. And I am all for it. I cannot stand a politician who says, I respect all religions. It is disgusting. It is appeasement. It is a lie. And it is important that you take, you know, you say where you stand, even if it offends everyone else. We, we are cyclic. We're 360 degrees. We are frequencies. We are not a flat earth. You cannot have all frequencies being at the same angle. You will be opposing each other. So taking a stand is important. And at least Stalin Jr. takes a stand, and I give him full marks for it. Full marks, okay? He took a stand, he loved the whole country on his back, good for him, except, of course, the, the hypocritical um, Abrahamic colonized slaves. But, hey, I mean, good for them. Um, at least he, he said what he had to say. And I'm all for free speech. I'm a free speech absolutist. Even if you do not like me, have the courage to say it aloud. And I give him full marks for it. Okay. Um, so the other groups say, I respect all religions. Other days, you know, I, you know what? You don't. And no one does. Uh, no one respects all religions. So uh, trying to pretend that you respect is BS and BS alone. Um, so that's point number one. Point number two, 
I had to laugh my lungs out. I couldn't imagine it. It was the best day ever. I have been talking for a year and a half now um, and saying very clearly, um, you know, the Christian right, the Christian establishment in India is all about hate speech. It's all about hate, negativity, spreading lies, spreading um, ignorance, spreading hypocrisy. They are, they are brainwashing us to hate our ancestors. They are brainwashing us to hate our, uh, our heritage. They, have, uh, they spread lies about Hindus. They tell us that we are caste, that we are Dalit. I've been saying this for so long. And there are people who will obviously believe that I'm a hate speaker myself because I have the courage to say it out loud. I take a stand. Okay. Today is proof that Stalin Jr., who is a Christian, who was converted to Christianity. I don't know how you can convert, but hey, you know, you're still the same um, person because it's your currents that form the waves. Um, today is proof that... Christianity in India is a relic of a colonial empire and his rhetoric is exactly what the church has been teaching us for so long. Okay, this is exactly what the church has been teaching us for for 500 years because the church likes to say that we're in in India for 2000 years. We are not. They are, they are not. They are here for 500 years with the Portuguese. Okay. There may be individuals who came up and down, traders, refugees, yes, but by and large, Christianity comes to India with because Christianity is an empire. Christianity is not people. Uh, Christianity comes in full force with the Portuguese and they screwed up. They've been lying. They've been doing everything to subjugate people, to lie to people, to buy people out, to economically suppress them, to take away their knowledge, their roots, their, their connection to their ancestors, to, to aggravate them, to keep them on a plantation. They have done everything in the last um, 500 years. And this is absolute proof. Absolute proof. This is what Christianity is teaching you, that Dharma, Hinduism, is, is malaria, is, is about um, dengue, is, has to be eradicated. We have to eradicate. Our mission is to spread the word of Jesus Christ and to, and to uh, eradicate all forms of social injustice and, and, and about uh, peace. This BS about peace is exactly what Stalin said today. And so you have proof that why we are leaving, why we are leaving, because we cannot hate our own ancestors. We cannot hate our heritage. There are times when there were, there were people who were wrong, empires who were wrong, people who did wrong, people who, who were oppressed. It's part of the cycle of life. But you're not going to tell me that I have to hate my ancestors and hate that this and hate that. And this is what the church has been teaching you for, for so long. Whether we like it or we don't like it. And that's why we're leaving. Because of people like Stalin who's promoting hate speech, who's promoting negativity, who's promoting ignorance. He is proof of what the church is doing for so long. Proof, absolute proof. Now you have it. Right on, on paper, black and white. He has proof that the church is a bunch 
of thugs. They are pedophilic empire. Now, uh, this is why we're leaving. Okay, this is why there's an exodus that people are leaving lock, stock and barrel because we're tired of the negativity. We're tired of the hate. We're tired of the ignorance. We're tired of being slaves. We want to heal. We do not want to to be traumatized. We want to understand the trauma. We want to understand all 360 degrees of the trauma. We want to offload the ignorance. We want to offload the Abrahamic colonization of our minds and have our own opinion. We do not want to depend on an establishment to tell us one side of the story and not form our own opinions. We can form our own opinions. But this establishment has colonized our minds. And I say it very clearly, offload the Abrahamic colonization of your minds or disinfect yourself from the secularism scam. One side secularism scam. And that's the title of my, of my podcast. So I don't see why people are, 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 lying, are not liking what, um, what um, Stalin is saying or Stalin Jr. Um, they're all angry that he should apologize for saying eradicate Sanatan Dharma. Let him say it. But we also say things and we also have the right to say things. Freedom of speech, right? I mean, that's what the Congress said, freedom of speech. So they agree with him because they say freedom of speech. So they agree. They, they actually supported him. They said we, we, his right of freedom of speech, he can say what he wants because they can't stand Dharma. They cannot stand Sanatan Dharma. They cannot stand our Vedic civilization. They absolutely despise our Vedic civilization. Um, and that is why they said, oh, freedom of speech. So when it comes to them, freedom of speech. But the rest of us, no, no, we are hate speeches. Oh, my God, we're hate. Nafrat ki dukan or wo hai, you know. Uh, so I say, you know what, let him say eradicate all the more because freedom of speech is for everyone. So if he says freedom of speech, you can say freedom of speech. We also say, I say it too. I say, well, in disinfect yourself. I said it so many times, disinfect yourself from the secular scam. And that's no difference from, from, for some people who say eradicate Sanatana Dharma. If you want to try, well, go ahead and try. Your Christian ideologies and ideologues have been trying to eradicate and clean the world from paganism for the last 2,000 years. And Abrahamic groups have stepped on each other's toes and destroyed civilizations for two 3,000 years and they've got a history of bloodshed because the most stupidest and stupidest groups of people in the world and the planet with their most stupid ideology. You cannot destroy something because you're cyclic. It's like a dog trying to catch his own tail. So are you stupid or stupid? But hey, what can I say? When the earth is flat, this is what you get. Absolutely insulting. But hey, if you want to absorb it, go for it. You can disinfect yourself. Yeah, if, if you think someone is malaria, well, I can also disinfect myself from malaria from your malaria. I'm, hey, I'm over it. You want to disinfect yourself? Go ahead. So do we. We want to disinfect ourselves from the Abrahamic colonization of our mind and our secularism. That is, that is yeah, everyone can say it. 
But this is what Abraham doesn't like. The Abrahamic groups, they want to sell their ideology. But the moment you challenge it, you're a hate speech, but they have the right to hate you. If it's hate speech for one, it's hate speech for all. We are not allowed to have an opinion and you're not allowed to have real freedom of speech. The freedom of speech has to be that patronizes their supremacy. And then they fight each with each other. And they fight and they fight and they fight. You have 3,000 years of history. And what do you get after that? Nothing. You have this. You have an Abrahamic refugee factory. This is what the planet has become, an Abrahamic refugee factory. Look at all the refugees coming and going from the planet. Everywhere they are, they are Christians, Jews, and Muslims. Everywhere, everywhere. Why? Because they're always trying to eradicate someone's civilization to their detriment, to their own detriment, because you cannot eradicate anyone. You can heal through knowledge. You can make every single junction an intellectual laboratory. You, if you want to stop the violence and bring social justice, you have to bring social justice in your home and in your mind. You have to heal, stop the violence in your homes, and you will stop the violence in your streets. Stop the violence in your streets, and you will stop the violence in your borders. That's how you heal. That's how you bring healing. But unfortunately, we have people from from like DMK who who's brainwashed with Abrahamic colonization and here we go so the previous podcast I talked about another daughter of of Tamil Nadu look where she has gone she comes from a poor relatively below average family Nisar Shaji father uh, mother was a homemaker she invested in education. She invested in knowledge. She is surrounded by Dharmic people, by Hindus. She's surrounded by them. And she took, was in charge of the first mission to, of Aditya, L1, to the sun. She invested in knowledge. She did not invest in negativity of destroying people's civilization. She invested in empowering people by empowering herself with knowledge, working hard. So if DMK and his son and his whatever, his, his ministers invested in empowering people, understanding the cycles of life, how that this we have come to this junction, all the influences that we have instead of subjugating to Marxism, communism, uh, supremacy, um, victimhood, he would have a great state. I mean, you got you got uh, Tamil Nadu, who is uh, Nisa Shadi, who is from Tamil Nadu, and Tamils are whichever group they are, you know, they're very intelligent people. Um, and so empowering your people and taking a leaf out of the book of Nisar Shaji, today we are on another angle, the opposite f- end of the f- spectrum and the pendulum with this, what you might call it, man, with his rhetoric. And what has he done? Has he changed anything? Has he brought any social justice to society? Has he, has he improved society? Has he done anything? except giving, you know, fellowships and prizes and appearing for photo ops in, in his state. What has he done? Nothing. But look at it, Nisha Shaji and how, how much she's inspired already. 
an entire generation. There are people out there, generation, who will be inspired by her. We will be talking about her for generations to come. Her name is going to go on down in history. The first, the mission director of, of, the, of the Aditya L1 mission, mission director, well, the first ever on this planet. And she, her name is going to go down in history. And this fellow, you think anyone's going to remember him? You think 5,000 years from the nine, you're going to remember him? No. But we will remember her. And both of them are sons and daughters of, of, of Tamil Nadu, of the great ancestors of Tamil Nadu, of the Chola kings. They are the great ancestors. Who do you think represents the Chola kings and the great Chola dynasty? Nisar Shahji. And that is what pluralism is, and that's the difference between pluralism and secularism. Secularism is about one-sided subjugation of people, of their minds, of rhetoric, colonization of their minds, with feudalism pretending to be uh, freedom of speech, pretending to be openness, pretending to be pluralism, pretending to be uh, uh, love and, uh, and, and uh, positivity and appreciation and, uh, of all groups, but it's a fake news. It's just one-sided filth. But pluralism is what Nishal Shaji is. You can have, or it's what Isro is. It's the perfect understanding of, of, of pluralism. That you can have different people with different minds. Your pluralism is your thought. And sharing that conversation, having that conversation, challenging your rhetoric, challenging the conversation, bringing different points of view to the table, taking out uh, the best from there, and then empowering yourself with knowledge, putting it all together, pr uh, promoting science, promoting knowledge, and going to the moon and rising up with full power to the moon. That is what Isra is and that is what pluralism is. Without reservations, without labels, it's about your thought, about your knowledge, your intellect, and always striving to be better. Even if you fail, you can be better. Even if you fall down, you will be better. So let me explain to you one of the things that Stalin Jr. said, okay? Because now that he's spoken, we have to dissect this junction and make it into an intellectual laboratory. That's why I'm a free speechist, because free speech uh, uh, proportionist, because I believe that everyone, even if you don't like me, you should have your point of view. And if you don't agree, you should have a point of view, because we do not understand people's point of view. We cannot heal, we cannot understand, we cannot change, we cannot evolve. We can only evolve if we know where people stand. We cannot adjust if we do not correct. We cannot correct if we do not call a spade a spade. So let's start with what Stalin Jr. actually said, okay? I'm not going to go to the whole speech. I don't think I have the whole speech, but anyway. Um, this man says, uh, the DMK is all about one God. But who is he to decide about God or no God? You're a politician. You're not about God. You're mixing God with politics. And then you're saying, oh, well, the Saffron Party involves you in, in religion. They should not be involved in religion. But that's exactly what you're doing. So that's point number one. Point number two. There is no word God in any, in any Christian text because he is a Christian. Okay. Um, there's no word God in any text. 
There's no God, word God in any Abrahamic text and there's no word God in any Dharmic or Sanskrit text. So that's a lie. Okay, right off the bat there, that is a lie. Um, the word God comes from the Germanic word Gutam, which comes from the Sanskrit word Guta, which is in the, in the, in the Gita. And this word Guta means the, the actual physical fire worship, the altar where the Pujari has the fire. And that is Guta, or Gutam. Yeah, Gutam. It's in, it's in, the, it's in the Gita. So he's talking about one fire worship, actually. He doesn't even know what he's saying. He's talking about one fire worship. There's only one God, only one fire worship. What are you talking about? God is an English word derived from a Germanic word. And of course, people like to say it's Indo-Aryan. There's no such thing as Indo-Aryan. It's all nonsense. It's, it's Christian nonsense. Um, Guta is fire worship so if he wants to to worship fire worship but good for you okay there is not there is one creed that always has been one creator okay um again he says his his rhetoric is against hindus who christians considered polyist or pagans so in ret in reality he's calling christian hindus pagans or dharmic people pagans the Sanatan Dharam pagans. That is what he's talking about, which is typical Christian mentality. They lie that there are thousands of gods, millions of gods in Dharma. That's an absolute Abrahamic lie. There is not thousands of gods. There's no word God. This is a typical missionary uh, fail and lies that they have been telling. And given the fact that Christianity has the Ten Commandments, commandments which say thou shalt not lie, this is an absolute lie. So he is he's not only lying to, to the public, he's lying on Christianity, which is actually typical of Christianity, nothing new. So, I mean, what can we say? He's as ignorant as ignorant can get, but good for him. This is typical. This is why we want to offload the Abrahamic colonization of our minds, because they are absolute hypocrites. There is not one word God. There are no 33 million gods. There are no thousands of gods. There's not one word God. It is the creator. And the creator is called Brahma. You can call it anything you want. The concept is the creator is one. So this lie, in order to subjugate our civilization and replace it with some invading colonial lie only to steal and loot the 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 wealth the well the physical wealth the financial wealth and the intellectual wealth of the subcontinent is typical what abrahamic groups do and appropriate it to themselves while leaving the continent and the civilization poor taking them away from 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 their knowledge from their roots and filling it with drugs violence and alcohol is exactly what abrahamic groups do and this is why you have violence in africa this is why you have violence in south america this is why you have violence in north america why because they've taken you away from your roots they have taken you away from your land and not understanding the land you are a connection to the land. You are a connection to the earth. You need to go back to the earth. 
And the knowledge of the cycles of the earth and the cosmos is part of who you are. And taking that away from you leaves you with violence. This is why you have Abrahamic violence for 3,000 years. But don't tell that to Stalin Jr. because he knows everything, apparently. He wants to eradicate Sanatan Dharma. Well, good for you. Try your luck, my dear friend. Um, so that is one thing. There's no thousands of gods. And he said one, one more thing that I want to address. He says, the DMK, in brackets, Christianity, and their supporters, are all about a, a change and evolution. Well, Sanatan Dharma is about, it's stagnant, it never changes. Uh, I'm sorry, my dear DMK, and I'm sorry to my dear Stalin and family, uh, you don't understand that communism, Marxism, is flat earth theory. It's about us versus them, heaven versus hell, good versus evil, justice versus injustice. That is flat earth. Only fools talk about that. Dharma is about cycles. It's your duty to understand the cycles and the mechanics behind the cycles because the cycles are who you are. You are cyclic top to bottom. Your energy is in constant evolution. You are quantum physics in, co in constant motion. And it is Abraham and the Abrahamic ideologies who have never changed. The church has never changed and that's why they've been in war with each other. That's why you have war still going on in Europe at this point. Islam has never changed. Not only has it not changed, it wants to go back to the 7th century. That's why they've... It, Instead of in, in investing in knowledge, investing in, in feeding their people, they're investing in people wearing hijabs. You must wear hijabs. Their, their whole effort is gone in forcing people to wear hijabs and keeping them on the plantation, not empowering them with knowledge, with universities. No. The more you wear hijabs, the more a Muslim you'll get, and that's exactly what they want. Uh, but that's them. So they haven't changed, and nor will they ever change. That one book written in the 7th century is the most ultimate book and there cannot be another book like it ever on the planet. But Dharma is about evolution. Dharma is also about understanding that our Dharma is part of Dharma. The sunset is a part of the sunrise because we are cyclic. We are currents and waves. We will go up and we are going down. So if you're always moving, always evol evolving. We are quantum physics and you have to understand the, the mechanics behind that quantum physics. But my dear friend, the brainwashed guy that is the DMK son, or Stalin Jr., I'm sure he knows everything because he's a brainwashed Christian, just like I was. Uh, what can I say? I'm glad to be an ex-Christian, and I'm so happy to be an ex-Roman uh, ex Catholic. I can't tell you how, much, how happy I am. And of course, the last thing that he says is caste. Dharma is about caste, injustice in society. That's BS. Uh, Dharma is not a religion. Dharma is science. It's the science behind who you are and your duty to understand that science. And that's why Dharma... Um, the Vedas teach you Dharma. The Vedas is the Sanskrit word for knowledge. Knowledge in the ancient world was astronomy because we are astronomy. We are the cosmos. We are the electromagnetic field. We are all the creation 
We are all part of creation and we are all part of the creator, the electromagnetic fields of the creator. And that is important to understand. And so you, you are this vast body of knowledge and you have to understand everything. You have to understand the currents that form your waves. And that is what Dharma is. It's not about a religion. And caste has never been Dharmic. Caste is Roman Catholic. It was, it was taken by the Spanish empires and the Portuguese empires to so Latin America and to all the colonies. It is another word for supremacy. The supremacy of the European groups of people, the European race, in, in contention, in conjugation with the natives of the lands they, they colonized. So even if they, you changed from, from Native Americans, the, the, the slaves, you became Christian, you are still second-class citizens. That is what caste is. It's the same thing in Goa where the Portuguese bought it in. The Portuguese converted a lot of people, including my ancestors, and the Portuguese said very clearly, even if you convert, you will still be below us. You cannot be equal to us. And that's why my grandparents were not given any education. They had to fight for their education. There was no money for education. And that is important to you to understand. Even though we converted as Christians, we were not given the education that was supposed to be given to us. We were not given equal status in society because we were local Hindu converts or Jewish converts. We don't even know. So how is, Christi how, how is that Hindu? Tell me one, one paper, one Sanskrit text where it says caste before, um, in Sanskrit before the Christians came. No. And like I said yesterday, or day before yesterday, caste, the, it means lineage, it comes from tribal lineage. And tribal lineage is all over the Bible, all over the Quran, all over the Torah. It's all tribes. And these Intertribal warfare, the sectarian warfare, is what broke up the Jewish kingdom and what made the Christians fight. This is all Christian fight. It is all sectarian warfare. And it's there in, in the Old Testament. It's there in the New Testament. It's all about lineage of these tribes, and that's why they were fighting each to each other. But the church lied to us and said, oh, Jews, the Christians were persecuted. It was not the Christians who were persecuted. It was sectarian violence between different Jewish tribes and sects. And this tribal fight then split them up into two or multiple groups, out of which one group ended up becoming, joining, becoming Christian and joining the Christian empire, the Roman empire. And so we got these different religions. But it started with sectarian violence. So... Caste is lineage, which is very part of uh, ancient tribal society. And caste, the system, is a European system from the Iberian Peninsula. It was not started by Hin Hinduism. It was not started on the Indian subcontinent. It was, it, it's a stain of colonization on the, on the Indian subcontinent. Why can't they tell the truth? Because Christianity is not about Jesus Christ and not about telling the truth. It's about power and money. It's about subjugation and supremacy. That's what Christianity is. They can't tell you, so they have to lie about other people absorbing their crimes upon humanity. They cannot tell you that Christianity, that, that caste is about European supremacy. 
I mean, it's the past. All you have to do is say, yes, it was part of the rhetoric of his time, but it's no longer there. We'll all heal, we'll all move on, and we won't have this divide and rule. But this one-sided victimhood to portray themselves as victims in order to keep hurting you and dividing you and taking over your, your mind. One time, we're going to wake up and say, look, you're wrong. I'm sorry, I'm not going to accept it. Your lies... It's not part of my truth. It's not part of the rhetoric of this land. It's not part of the history. So why are you telling me lies? And they keep saying, oh, no, you're lying. You're lying. We're telling the truth. But it's there in the history books. I mean, how much more can you tell me? Why don't you just say it? Why doesn't the church just say it? And finish off with it. Okay, it was a part of the past. Let's move on. And heal. If they really care about being together, one nation... They won't divide us on the basis of caste. But not only they want to divide us, they want to take us over. Because they themselves have not healed. Look at them fighting in Europe. There's a war going on in Europe. Why can't you think they're going to heal? They've been fighting a war since 1064. The, the Latin church and the Orthodox church. And today, all these years later, a thousand years later, they're still fighting. And they still come to tell us that we must help them. These Dalits and these Christ and these Hindus and the and Modi and 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 the pagans of India, the heretics of India, um, the ignorance of India. All these Hindus, they must help us. We helped them. India helped them in the First World War. They still treat us as pagans. India helped them in the Second World War. They still treat us as pagans. Now they're fighting again another war. They have not healed. They have not understood. They have not changed. And you're still blaming India. The, all these heretics, all these pagans, all these castes, all these devils. One side, you want us to give our lives so that we could solve your problems and your wars. You don't even say thank you. You've never, Europe and Christians have never said thank you for India sending our sons and daughters to their continent for war to break, to stop their ignorance and their fight. But they will not stop. And on top of that, they will not start calling us caste. They will not stop fighting themselves. They will not call and stop calling us pagans. They will not calling us uh, kufa. They will not stop calling us um, heretics. They're not calling us dalit. But it's all theirs. And yet they want to eradicate Sanatan Dharma. Well, you want us to bring the war here, but this is exactly why we're fighting. All this rhetoric, this fighting, is not on the grassroots levels. It's on. It's in the print media. It's in the media. Who are, who, are, who are extensions of the power brokers, and they're power brokers of the land. So you have these power brokers of the land fighting on the top, but it doesn't change anything on the ground. They're just creating chaos and, and pretending that we're the ones who are chaotic, but in reality, it's these power brokers on the top who are chaos, chaotic. And they cannot, they cannot say that not only they've not apologized for their war and for, for using us as their dirt, through history for the last hundred years. They've never said thank you, they've never apologized. On top of that, they still have the guts to call us caste, they call us Dalit, they call us heretics, they call us pagans, they call us Kufa, they call us Najas. Well, why don't Stalin go to Europe and fight the war? If he's so Christian, well, there are Christians fighting in Europe, please go help them. He should go and help them, help Stalin, help the Christians. I mean, if you want to eradicate Dharma, 
and it's so bad, you want to bring justice to society, your Christians are fighting in Europe. Please, go bring about justice in, in Europe and you won't have a problem. We will see how really you care about justice. Instead of coming to India and trying to tell me that you want to eradicate Sanatan Dharma. Well, maybe Stalin Jr. should learn from his own Christian ancestors that everywhere they go, there's war. They're trying to eradicate everyone else and all they do is fight. All they do is war. All they do is ignorance. All they do is bloodshed and refugees. Have they brought social justice to the land? No, but they want war. And this is the war that Stalin Jr. wants to bring to the Indian subcontinent. Ignorance and ignorance alone. So my dear friends, I say to Stalin Jr., that's what you want when, hey, no one can stop you because it's your currency that formed the waves. But to the rest of the, of the country, this man, okay, you never eradicate anything, you heal. You can disinfect yourself from the ignorance, the Abrahamic colonization of your mind, the secularism scam, and heal. Stop the violence of your homes and you will stop the violence in your streets. Stop the violence in your streets and you will stop the violence at your borders. Empower yourself with knowledge and heal. Disinfect yourself, heal, and you will be free. You won't have to eradicate anyone. On that note, I wish you peace. I wish you a good healing. And I wish you a great day ahead. Thank you and stay safe.